Uh, yeah, so basically I just kind of grew up, like, in the city area. Not, like, literally, like, smack that in the city. <laughs> yeah, she's huge. She's, that's, like, bigger than me. I'm only, like, 125 pounds. Yeah, I don't, I'm not, I, I'm not, I don't have just one job, you know what I mean? I might just work at one place, but I do, I have money in stocks, I have money in crypto, I have money in real estate. He either said it on purpose and was like, I'm just stirring the pot, or he accidentally said it and was like, oh crap, I just stirred the pot. <laughs> either way. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Behind the Streamer, where we take a look at the smaller side of Twitch and learn a bit what it's like to make content as a hobby, as well as the people behind the streams themselves. Today, we're joined by our special guest, it's Yada time. Yada, how's it going, dude? Going well, man. How are you? I'm doing great, dude. Thanks for joining me. Um, So first, we're going to start by touching on your stream content, just to familiarize ourselves with what you're doing. Then we're going to go into a little bit of your personal history then what you're up to right now in your in your real life and surrounding that, then some of your plans moving forward, then we're going to jump back into a little bit more Twitch-specific stuff and find out what's going on there. So, first question for you, to your comfort level, what is your name? Name is Christian. Okay. Short, sweet, and to the point. I like it. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I don't want to dox myself here. No, for sure, for sure. What... Uh, <laughs> What kind of content do you usually stream on Twitch? Um, I like to call myself a variety streamer, which I mainly am. Um, I like to play games that uh, I get recommended or I find interesting. Um, I like to play lots of multiplayer games, so a lot of games with friends and stuff like that. Um, I, I try to, like, I always see myself doing, like, gaming with friends, but, like, a, like a, like a comedy kind of sense. But um, I always try to be like good at games too but i try to do variety stream i also do some art on the side um for my actual job which we'll probably get into later oh for sure um but uh yeah i do variety and art pretty much oh that's awesome i always love seeing art streams especially uh on twitch with with nice fun content creators like that um oh i do have a surprise question here as well what is your drink of choice for our sit down today uh, like what I what I'm currently drinking. Yeah, what do you what do you got to sip on? Um, I got currently a chai tea latte iced from Starbucks that I got this morning. Wait, chai tea latte? Latte is coffee, but tea is gross. So is that tea plus coffee? No, it's not. It, I, I think it, it's just Starbucks being weird with their with their uh, uh, with their literature. Uh, it's just basically like a, an iced chai tea. Uh, but they call it a latte because uh, if you want, they put like the fucking um, what's it called? The whipped cream and caramel and stuff. Oh, okay. Like the little, little latte topping and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's not that it doesn't have tea. It's that it doesn't have coffee. <laughs> That's the exact yeah, worst version of this that I could have thought of. Yeah. It's weird. I don't know why. I always oh, just gross. ask for ice chai tea and they're just like, oh, you want a chai tea latte? I'm just like, dude, just give me whatever. I'm, if it's I'm, ice and chai tea, we're good. I'm a big fan of ice caps recently. Um, but anyway, so let's uh, let's just dive right into your personal history here. What kind of area did you grow up in? Um, in your words, in, in our little pre-talk, uh, you were raised as a city slicker. Talk about <laughs> that for a little bit. <laughs> it's, 
Uh, yeah. So basically, I just kind of grew up like in the city area, not like literally like smack dab in the city, but um, kind of like in the outsides. Um, so we were like, pro- I'm probably like an hour away, uh, with traffic to LA. So um, I you know I got my fair share of like, um, uh, going to like amusement parks and stuff like that, and movies and um just hanging out with some friends doing rambunctious stuff at night but uh yeah i mean it was uh it wasn't too crazy it wasn't boring it was pretty much in the middle it was satisfying so when you say it wasn't boring you think that like moral more uh, rural areas won't have a lot going on cuz you're absolutely no right. that's not <laughs> i mean that's not what i but i mean i was just saying like for me i was not bored or like like uh like overly like had too many things to do you know what i mean yeah so you you said you went to some movies did you see any like early screenings do you have anything like that going on oh man dude i i saw as long as you're not breaking like an nda right dude i what i saw a good amount of like children movies it's like hard to remember bro oh wait like way when you were younger oh yeah like, what, like how like how recent we talking uh, just any maybe early screenings or anything like that that you've seen you know like whatever like, you got for us like like you mean like made early or like no 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 you know how they do like test screenings for uh movies and stuff oh oh yeah, no, yeah, I yeah there you haven't go. been to test screenings okay that, no i actually haven't been to test screens i, I guess early screens cool, i actually didn't word. even know that oh yeah no they, they definitely do like test audiences for movies and stuff a lot of movies get like major changes based on test audience feedbacks oh interesting That's cool. wait you're the one who lives out in la and near hollywood you should know this i didn't know that bro it's not like dude the the most they talk about is who's popular and who is walking out on the streets oh, that's funny have you run into any major <laughs> celebrities growing up um not growing up but how long like uh two years ago i actually met lil dicky dude oh i love lil dicky is he as cool in person uh, as he is in, in videos Oh yeah, he's a lot shorter too. Too, I, I wasn't <laughs> expecting it, dude. Because I mean, I'm a I'm a short guy, bro. I'm what I'm five six. Like that's pushing it. Like that's in the mornings. Well, that's fine. But, he was and short. and he's like a little bit taller than me, which is kind of crazy. Little dicky um, height. But yeah. I'm I'm googling this. It's bugging. He's only five eleven. Yeah. yeah, he's not that tall. That's crazy. He looks, he looks really tall. Uh, yeah, he, he does for sure. Um, so are you, are you still living in that area as well? You didn't like move away from where you grew up at? No, nah, we, I mean, I moved a couple of times, but nothing far or anything like that. All just kind of city areas. Okay. Um, so how was your household structure growing up and, uh, how do you feel that affected your path through life as you're at so far? Um, so my family is. Like, my parents are split up. Uh, they've been split ever since I can remember. I'm uh, pretty sure they split up when I was three, if I'm not mistaken. But um, every, it's, it hasn't been too rough. Um, they both got remarried. Uh, it was kind of, The only thing that was really rough is, one, 
my stepmom, obviously. I'm pretty sure a lot of people can uh, agree with that one. And uh, I was doing this weird schedule where um, I would spend Monday and Tuesday at my dad or at either. So it would switch off every week and it'd be Monday, Tuesday at my mom's house. Wednesday, Thursday at my dad's house, and then my mom's on the weekend, and then it would switch. So it'd be Monday, Tuesday at my dad's house, Wednesday, Thursday at my mom's house, and then my dad's on the weekend. And it was just like this super convoluted, Ugh. weird schedule, and it just made it like really hard on like, especially like school and stuff like that. Like I, I, I am super forgetful when I when it comes to like uh specific things like if i'm leaving the house i always forget like i at least for i at least forget one thing whether it's like my keys my water my wallet uh phone um and dude that was one of the hardest things growing up i would like leave a book at my mom's house or i'd leave a book at school and then my dad and my stepmom would be pissed off at me because they have to drive because they moved out (laughs) to upland which is like a 15 minute drive. And I was like, bro, I don't want to deal with that. So, I mean, other than that, it was pretty good. I didn't really have that many issues. Um, I did nothing really uh, like affected me like uh, negatively. Um, I've only, I, I try to like learn from other people and other people's mistakes and like how I think I could do it differently for myself and stuff like that. So, I mean, I try to look at everything as a learning experience instead of a negative experience. So, I mean, I've had definitely negative experiences, but I think overall it's made me a like a better person and a more uh, like rational and like a a problem solver. That's such a good answer. That's actually such wise way to look at life. I I really like that you said that. Oh shoot! I had a follow-up question, but I was so happy with that answer right there. It it, it purged it from my brain. Um, but I was gonna say, actually, growing up in a split household as well, it's it's funny because I did forget like video games and stuff, and it's always that awkward like I wanna I want this thing, but I'm scared to ask them to drive back and then back again. <laughs> yes, it's just it's like it's such a weird champ because like like you're asking someone that already like you know that they don't like want to associate with this person anymore or like sometimes not all the time but like uh like for the most part and it's like yo can you take me to this person's house because i for i because i forgot something (laughs) yeah it's, it's definitely a bit uncomfortable but uh so i mean your your parents were mostly cordial then in their interactions while you're growing up yeah, I mean, uh, we never really had, I mean, uh, at least in front of me, they've never really had any, like, fights or any, any like, misunderstandings. There's definitely been misunderstandings with, uh, like, with me to my parents, both of them, and then them saying, like, some weird thing. But, I mean, it's nothing too crazy where we they can't, like, meet up at like an event or something you know what i mean right like if i graduated like when i graduated they both were at my graduation sitting next to each other completely fine you know that's good i mean that's definitely the best of a of a i mean generally speaking probably a bad situation because it's it's better to grow up in like a normal structure where you're not living in two houses throughout the week that's a weird thing they did yeah it was say so that. that's weird. gotta suck <laughs> Yeah, it did. It really did. It sucked. 
especially because my mom lived in Glendora, which is where I live right now, and uh, my dad lived in Upland. If you look those two up, they're like 15 minutes away, and like it's just like what like <laughs> what am I supposed to do in Upland with like all my friends and stuff like that? Because like I want to go out, or like hey dad, can you take me to this friend's house? But it's like 20 minutes away. It's like no, why would I do that? <laughs> 20 minutes isn't that long, though. I mean, that's without traffic. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess being, like, near the city, I'm sure it's pretty bad over there. Um, yeah, at times. <laughs> Put it lightly. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Um, Yeah, anything else in your household structure, real quick? Um, Nothing in particular. I mean, especially with streaming, my parents are uh, at least my mom and stepdad i mean oh my the, the main person that got me into playing video games heavily and like got me into like all this like technology and stuff like that is definitely my stepdad um, my stepdad has made it like an actual huge influence on me he is a huge gamer he's a uh, a computer programmer for a uh, uh emergency company and he he's been gaming his whole life uh, i remember back when i was like three they were playing neverwinter and, oh, and stuff yeah. like that and um they always tell me my first compound word growing up was chainmail because uh they got me started on playing world of warcraft <laughs> in the beta Dude, i was drinking when you said chainmail and i almost spit up my water <laughs> holy shit <laughs> that is not what i was expecting <laughs> uh, but yeah funny. i think that's pretty much it it's like it's like in a sitcom when they're like, like the tough character, like your first word was battle axe. Like you actually did that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's I funny as shit. <laughs> um Okay. Um so you you had pets growing up, right? Talk yeah. About, talk about that for a little bit. Um so growing up I had two dogs. Uh one was a Rottweiler Rottweiler. Rottweiler or Rottweiler? The, the second one. The R. Uh, whatever. The uh, and a lab mix. And and his name was Bear. Uh, and this was probably ten years ago. Um, he was my second dog. My first dog. We had him at the same time. This is why I started off with Bear. Um, the second dog was, or my first dog was Sandy. She was a purebred golden retriever. Um, we had them both at the same time. We just got Sandy first. Uh, Sandy was a. We got her as a puppy. Um, my parents thought that was a grave mistake because she ate up as a golden retriever. She ate up everything, including the walls and the furniture. But I mean, we never got rid of her. Uh, she was a fantastic dog. Um, uh, and then Bear was—he was—he was the calm one um, at at like because uh, at that household because those were the only two pets I had at that house and my dad's. Um, he was the calm one. He was the, the, the old man. We, we, uh, we rescued him and he, uh, kind of just, he just laid around, you know, was calm, would cuddle with you if you wanted him to. Uh, and, uh, yeah, you know, he's just the calm guy, the lazy, the lazy dude around the house. Um, uh, and then right now, um, and then, yeah, those, those, those two, uh, they were both dogs, obviously. And they both passed probably like five. Actually, we got them longer than that. I forgot how old I am now. 
Probably got them like <laughs> 22. So we caught them like 13 years ago, and they passed probably like six years ago. So they, so they lasted pretty long. They lived pretty long. Okay. They they have some good memories. Um, and then right now at my mom's house, it's kind of a, it's kind of a, uh, uh, kind of a zoo, but not with, uh, with, uh, zoo animals, I should say. Uh, I have four cats and two dogs. And right now, um, my, my Mimi, uh, which if anyone doesn't know, uh, my Mimi is my grandma. Um, she broke her hip a couple months ago. So, and she has a tor- tortoise. She has a tortoise uh, that we're taking care of right now as well. Uh, so, I mean, we got a lot of pets here. There, there's it's it's always pretty lively around here. Um, tortoise doesn't really do much. You kind of just feed her every morning. She's gonna go into hibernation pretty soon. Actually, it's getting to that winter time. Um. When you say tortoise, you mean the big boys, right? No, unfortunately not. I mean, she is pretty big, but not like, like, uh, like what you're thinking of. Because I think what you're thinking of is like, like, uh, like Patrick-sized rock tortoise. Yeah, weird that I know exactly the size you're talking about, but yeah, like <laughs> you know, probably eighty plus pounds, lived to be a hundred, etc. Oh yeah, I mean, I think this this tortoise right now, she got it. From her mom, because she, because her mom got it when she was a kid, or her, sorry, her mom got it when my grandma was a kid. So uh, it was like a, it was like a passed down pet. I think this turtle, this tortoise is like seventy years old. Oh my god, dude! Yeah, it's it's pretty old. Why do we bother with like dogs that are gonna (laughs) die in like ten years? We could just get a tortoise and have it forever. (laughs) What the heck? I know. Yeah, Ooh. some birds live forever too. Have you seen those things? Oh uh, yeah, I've I've heard about the the long birds as well. I, I don't know which kinds, but yeah, I have no idea which kinds either. I just know that some do. It's crazy. I would, um, I would take a bird, but I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you're good. You're good. Um, and then, and then I have two dogs right now. One is a purebred King Shepherd. Her name is Nix N Y X. Um, she is a 150 pound uh, German Shepherd. She's huge. She is the dumb one in the house, the dumb and clumsy one. She'll just run around, slide in the walls, and just do like God knows what. And she'll literally just like run into you when she when she feels like <laughs> it because she wants attention. It's, it's cute and it's annoying at the same time. The big dog. I, I'll give you that. Yeah, she's huge. She's that's like bigger than me. I'm only like 125 pounds. Oof. So that yeah. Well, you're a, you're a small lad. Wait, how, how tall are you? Five six. Five six. You, five, did seven say that. you said that just a minute ago. Okay. I remember. <laughs> um, no, I have one follow up. I have one follow up question to this, which is why yeah. do you call your grandma Mimi. Um, uh, it was just a thing that. Actually, I don't remember if she actually. I'm pretty sure I I just started calling her that when I was like a really small kid, like a like a really small child. 
I, I I must have seen it on like a TV show or something, and was like, you know, that's that's what I'm calling my grandma now. It's my Mimi. Hmm. All right, yeah, good enough answer. Um, I didn't know if it was something in your house. It was tradition or something. It was uh, my my uh, my Mimi and my pa. Okay, your pa, not papa, yeah. just one pa. Nope. Well, my <laughs> it, it's kind of weird because you think pa is dad and then papa is grandpa, but from me it was pa is grandpa and papa is great grandpa oh well you always oh, so you, you've met your great grandparents yeah uh my great grandma i think is nope never mind oh. yikes never mind. Uh, <laughs> the way you said that was <laughs> i think about that for a second anyway let's let's move forward a little bit um anyway uh so do you have any major hobbies outside of twitch not just streaming, you know, some other stuff. Um, I think you have a lot, don't I you? I mean, uh, yeah, I have so many hobbies. Uh, I mean, we can there's we can call them different things. There, uh, I beatbox. I mean, we're probably gonna talk about this later on as well. Um, I beatbox. I um, I do the Rubik's cube. Uh, I knew how to do. I, I used to do origami. I, I'm Japanese. I'm half Japanese, so. I mean, I guess it's part of the blood, right? Um, doing origami. But, uh, and then I, I play video games, obviously. I mean, I don't think anyone saw that one coming. <laughs> it's, it's in the tags of the episode. They were here for it. Um, <laughs> ah, shit. I mean, so that's pretty much it. You just got a little hodgepodge of activities um, you like art, to do. Yeah, I mean, I know how to do... Oh, one of my big ones, I used to do... Um, Back in high school, I used to do, I used to love to do card magic. Oh. And um, also, uh, I had, I used to do, I used to practice yo-yos a lot. So you're just, you're a little trickster. I'm telling you, like, you're, you're, you're just a little bit not crazy enough to be in a circus. Like, <laughs> Dude, if Marvel ever needed a supervillain, they could probably just talk to me and be like, yo, I got you guys. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Well, they're they're gonna have to do something when they lose the rights to Spider Man here in a couple of weeks, but oof, uh, I don't I don't think they're gonna lose it. But that's, that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so easy to get off track. I'm sorry. Um, damn, that that's super sick. It's I do okay. have, yeah, actually. I, do. I have I have a couple follow up questions. First one is Rubik's cube. What is your your fastest time solving that? That's an impressive skill. Uh, my fastest time was probably in my prime. <laughs> back uh it was probably like three years ago when i was probably longer than that probably four or five years ago back when i was still in high school so yeah i was weird bro i used to bring my rubik's cube to school and i used to have a friend that got me into rubik's cubing and we we'd do it all day every day at school and um i think one day four years ago i got a 30 30.97 oh my so god 30 seconds and nine tenths of a second. Dang it! That that makes me mad. That beat my record. Um, that was, I was gonna say. It's I actually, fast. I don't think I, I can't even do that now. I think my fastest now. I, I'm pretty sure on stream. I just did it in like a a minute and a half. Um, I also went through the Ruby's Cube high school phase. Um, one quick yeah. one quick story, and I'm sure. I hope this didn't happen to you. I'm sure it didn't because I feel like this was an anomaly. But I had my Ruby's Cube in class. And I was solving mm. it. At the time, I was probably averaging like 
50 seconds or something and uh we had a substitute teacher in that class and he saw me doing it and was so amazed he made me stand up and solve it in front of the class like i'm clearly already an awkward weirdo because i'm sitting in the back by myself solving a rubik's cube asshole makes me stand up and do it in front of everyone i was so mad that i've never had that happen but i definitely because i mean I mean, at my school, a lot of people were freaking stupid, not going to lie. Um, and, I mean, people thought, I mean, I mean, I say that, but, I mean, I, I'm sure most people think it's pretty impressive to see someone do a Rupus Cube in less than a minute or something. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. But, uh, I, I mean, I do it in, like you said, I do it in class, I do it at lunch, whatever, and do that. I would get people just like coming up to me and like circling me just to watch me freaking do the Rubik's Cube and like point me out and like ask me questions and like teachers would come up to me and stuff like that. But ne- not, never anyone like pointing me out and being like, yo, do this for everyone. Dude, it was it was some shit. I'll tell you what though, keep that skill because it'll help you at parties going forward. Like if people don't know you can do it and there just is a Rubik's Cube everyone will be like just <laughs> thrown off when you do it it happened to me once when i was working at applebee's they just had a rubik's cube at our morning meeting the guy next to me had it i just grabbed that thing out of his hand solved it like a, you know about a minute and everyone was like freaking out and it's like bro there's instructions in the box is really easy <laughs> <laughs> that's actually really funny because i actually had a kind of the same experience with that um one of my first days at advanced um i remember when i went in for a training they had a rubik's cube like unsolved just sitting on the desk <laughs> and i was like what the hell and i think a second day of my training it was like a week and a half into like my actual like the actual job i was just sitting there and i just solved it and like no one was back there or anything and i just solved it real quick and i just put it back exactly where it was finished all my training went home and then i come in the next day and they like the manager asking around they're like dude do you like do you know who solved this ruby's cube like because we're trying to figure out who solved it because that thing has been unsolved for like a year and it's just been <laughs> sitting there and it, we just came back and it was like solved when we got back here like we have no idea who did it <laughs> i was like oh yeah like that was me like what the heck like that's so weird why why would you have a ruby's cube back here or anything it's funny. Uh, some people probably just want to figure it out themselves, but they're not mathematicians. Um, actually, this is a good transition, though, because I was curious about uh, what you do for work. I know you just recently left a job. Talk about a little bit of both of those things. Oh, uh, yeah. So um, I think it, we'll start off with my first job because I think it's, it's really funny. Um, so my, fir- my very first job was a retail store called Destination XL. And oh, it's for fat that people. is a that is a thing for yeah. I mean, it wasn't it was for big and tall people. Let's let's say that <laughs> that's what we called it. Um, but the, it was funny because that was my first job. I'm small and skinny, like real, like too skinny. And I mean, dude, I would get people coming in and like just straight up like not talk to me or like just be rude to me just because they're like, why, what, like, why are you working? Like, what the heck? Um, but that was my first job that lasted probably like a year. Um, and then I got 
hired at uh, Vans. Everyone knows Vans. It's definitely what everyone's thinking of off the top of their head. The skateboard company. The oh, shoe company, as was, people call it. I was thinking of Cars Mother's Drive. My bad. Uh, dude, yeah, like uh, Odysseys. Um, but yeah, I worked that was my long that was my second and my second, my last, and my longest job. Uh worked there for what three and a half years? Yep, three and a half years. Um that was my favorite job. I mean, I've only had two jobs, but that was my favorite job out of the both of them. So what what did you Um, do there? Mainly, I I was like a seller, so I was. They always told me I was really good at selling stuff, so they put me on what they call the footwear deck all the time, which basically is whenever you walk into the van store, it's the play, it's the area where you see all the shoes in the wall. Yeah. Okay. Um. So they had me do that. They had me sell, and then uh, they also had me uh, build boards too. That was my favorite thing to do. Um. So like someone would come in. And they'd ask, like, oh, yeah, like, I want to build a board because we had, like, all the individual parts uh, for, like, skateboards and stuff like that. So um, I would always, I was one of the people that, like, the managers would be like, yo, like, I don't know anything about skateboards. Like, can you help this guy? I'm like, yeah, I got you. Easy. Hook them up with all the parts. And I always try to hook them up with, like, a good price and stuff like that because I'm not, I'm not an ass. And I'm not trying to get, like, I don't make commission. You know, so I'm not trying to like get more money out of you just for the company or anything. Right. Um, so I mean I just hook them up with a good price and they buy it and then I I just build it right there. It'd take like forty five minutes, dude. It was calming, it was relaxing. I didn't have to worry about dumb customers for forty five minutes or anything. It was nice. Okay. Um do you, do you have any like crazy sell sales stories? Any like major accomplishments where you were like, this guy's not gonna buy, but you just talked him into it? Um. Well, actually, uh, there's this one time I actually got tipped twenty dollars. This guy gave me a twenty dollar tip, um, and it was funny because um, technically in like retail like that, you're not supposed to take. Right, you're, not, yeah. you're not allowed to take Most tips places like that. Do it. And um, it was in front of my manager. It was funny, and um. I, I from rec- from past experiences, um, I knew that by law, I had to take someone's tip if they offer if they like were offering it more than three times, just because it would uh, one create more problems if I didn't take it, and two, it would be incredibly rude if I didn't take it. It was just like a thing, um, and like I I was told this back. At, at vans and at uh my old job too and a lot of people didn't know this and um yeah, I've not heard this guy that. was this guy was trying to like give me this 20 dollars, and th- my manager was like staring me down like right next to me like all cross-armed and stuff like that and i was like nah bro i can't take that i'm sorry and he's like nah bro come on like you're super good like just take it and i was like dude I, like i can't take that like i'm sorry like i wish i could and he's like bro come on just take it dude Please, like I, I, like I, I want to give this to you. And I was like, all right, brother, I got you. Thank you, my man. I appreciate you. Third time, <laughs> let's go. Like, and my manager just like walked away, and I was like, dude, that's right, bro. What you that's do? funny. Though I, I have like the opposite story of that. When I was at McDonald's, somebody uh, is a regular customer I knew. She was very nice, but she gave me five dollars, and my manager was right there, and she said, oh, you're just gonna take that in front of me, and I was like, 
it's five dollars. Yes. <laughs> what are you you gonna stop me? What she a jerk. She did not stop me at all. Dude, so. she did she did not get paid enough to do that. Oh no, absolutely not. Then <laughs> there's the whole mass <laughs> exodus of uh workers right now. Yeah, they don't get paid enough. That's a whole other thing. Um <laughs> Anyway, so what are you currently doing for work? This is, this is a fun uh, story. Y'all get ready. Oh, yeah. So right now, um, I quit Vans probably like three, four months ago now. Uh, right now, I am currently full-time painting custom shoes. Um, I can see all the time on Instagram if you guys want some. Oh, we're, we're going to get uh, shout-outs. Don't worry. We're getting you shout-outs. But, uh... But yeah, I do custom shoes on... I do them on stream, too, occasionally. Um, the next shoe I'm doing on stream, actually, is going to be... I'm doing some, some Air Force Ones for myself. Uh, they're going to be Mario and Luigi-themed, but it's going to be like... Um, like, uh, like I, my, I call it... The file is called Mario and Luigi Have Had Enough. Basically, <laughs> Mario and Luigi's crew, and they're just freaking killing Bowser's... <laughs> On whole shoes? team it's yeah it's on shoes dude that's actually pretty sick uh yeah it's pretty it's pretty cool i'll have to, I'll have to send you a picture of them oh I'm, ex- uh, I'm excited to see it um have you had any like major success like how many sales have you gotten so far um currently uh sales i've made around probably like 12 to 13 in the past couple months and uh i my list i have like a waiting list right now um and it has grown a little bit more just because i had some uh some friends uh want to get in for this uh, i call it my first phase um of of work uh and so there's about like 30 people on my waiting list right now uh which i plan on getting through by the end of this year if not by the end of january that's that's a lot of people it's a lot of sales and like how long does it take you to do um a pair um, it honestly depends on the design. Uh, some people just want, like, I have one friend that wants, like, a, he's a um, a motocross driver. Motocross rider, I should say. Um, and he wanted some Red Bull shoes because, that, like, Red Bull is one of the ones that sponsors that kind of uh, sport. So those ones are going to be fairly simple where it's just like uh, it's called color blocking. It's basically just like painting in one whole panel the same color. And and it's pretty much that with a Red Bull logo slapped on top of it. And that one's super easy. Probably going to take me probably like four-ish hours just with that. Because right now I don't have like a designated area where I, I, I do all my painting and stuff like that. So it's all my room. So it's a lot of moving around and shifting stuff like that. So it'll probably take me around four hours to get the whole thing painted. Both issues, that is. Okay. Uh, go ahead. Shout out your Instagram and where people can reach you for this. I think this is a good point to, to give them that info. Sure. My Instagram is at it's yada time. Um, that's spelled I-T-Z-Y-A-T-A-T-I-T-M-E. I almost messed that up. Yeah, you almost spelled your name wrong. There's no I, I in, in the time. There's no I, dude, I, in the I was, time. I was trying. I was like overthinking it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was like thinking about it too much, and I was like, "There's no I. There's no I. There's no I." And then I said it. It's it's, it's what we call the PP. <laughs> I mean, uh, the podcast pressure. You know? Yeah. This exactly. Exactly. <laughs> 
Um, no, that's super awesome. I, I will definitely say I'm on that list, and I have a, a great idea for some some custom shoes. He's definitely on that list. I, I it's was coming up. I was early to get there. Just I was kidding. excited for it. Um, I can't I can't wait to have mine. I'm definitely gonna show them off on Twitter and whatnot. Ooh, nice. So, so nice. Let's see. Yeah. Anything else about your work or anything else you want to go to before we go to the next couple questions? Um, nothing. I don't think so. I think that's pretty much it. Okay, um, we're going on that one. Awesome. So, qu- quick couple fun questions for you. I, I like the. Uh, I think I forgot to do them in the last interview, but you know the last one was so long. We had so much good stuff to talk about. But, um, in this, let's see, if you could have a dream exotic pet, regardless of price or accommodations, what would you do, or what would you get? Dude, this is the perfect question. Because <laughs> I, I. I, when I move out and like have like a stable job and stuff like that, or not like I have a stable job, but like a, a, a job to where I can spend money on other things that aren't for myself. I would do it. I, I want a chameleon, dude. Oh, okay. I love, I love chameleons, dude. My, dude, my favorite part of chameleons is their hands, bro. You've seen their hands. They're like little, um, they're like, uh, like tongs. Um, you know what I mean? No, I don't think I've specifically seen chameleon hands. I'll be honest, I, the, the, the shape of a chameleon's hands is not their most defining feature. So it's, it's, uh, it's like, um, so they don't have, obviously they don't have fingers or anything or phalanges or anything. It's just like, um, oh my God, it is like tongs. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's like oven mitts. Like, you, you know, those, uh, what, those, uh, those heat things for the ovens, but the, the plastic, like the rubber plastic ones. Oh yeah. That you like. would like, you would pinch with like a crab sort of. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like a crab, but like flat, like a paddle. Yeah. No, the, yeah. yeah the I, pinchy oven mitts is perfect. <laughs> I love chameleons so much. And, um, I, I, I've seen people have chameleons that are like super comfortable with them. Like, obviously I know especially with reptiles that um, it's kind of hard to get like ones that are comfortable with humans and stuff like that. Um, but like, I just seen chameleons, like some chameleons that are super comfortable with their human owners and stuff like that. And like, they just get up in the morning and the chameleon is just there. Like, like doing like a baby wig for uppies. And it's like, Oh, bro, I dude, I want that. Dude, I just want to wake up and have a chameleon just sit on my shoulder while I play like RuneScape. <laughs> I've, I've actually seen you've been playing a lot of RuneScape recently. That's funny. Um, that's that's not an answer I expected, honestly. My, I feel like most people would go like Tiger or something, you know? It's, oh, yeah. I mean, Tiger would be cool, but I mean, that's kind of scary, bro. Yeah, but like, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Joe Exotic's doing good. <laughs> yeah, yeah but I'm not jail. that crazy. <laughs> Oh no, man! I can't wait for Tiger King too. Dude, I, I had the best joke Ooh, on Twitter. Yeah, it, it was gonna be uh, Tiger. The, 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 when they come out with season two, they should call it Tiger King Two Bars and Stripes. That's like the best name ever. <laughs> and they didn't get any response. <laughs> no, dude. Oh, it's funny, dude. Thank oh, you, thank God. you. I just wanted one laugh out of that. I thought it was really funny. Dude, it's a, it is a good title, actually. It just rolls off the tongue super <laughs> it, nicely. It, it fits because he's like super American. He's in jail. Stripes for tigers. Like it's just it's so perfect. Man. 
Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, uh, last fun question here for you, real quick. What is your favorite meal or individual food? Uh, it's probably my my uh, my Japanese side speaking, but I I love sushi, Sash- sushi and sashimi. Oh man, I can eat it all day, whenever. I love sushi. My favorite sushi roll is a spicy tuna roll. Oh, so and basic. My, dude, I dude, I, I could eat so much. <laughs> um, and then my favorite sashimi. I don't know. I'm 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 a huge alb- tuna albacore fan, but I do like me some like really my uh, uncle. Uh, every new we have like a my Japanese side of my family has like a New Year's party every New Year's, and my uncle goes deep sea fishing and stuff like that, and he always brings back the the his catches and he cuts them up uh, in sashimi, and I he always brings back this uh, like a salmon and oh my god. It's like it's the freshest salmon I've ever had, and it's, yeah, so good. That's so good. Awesome. I'm actually no, no lies, super jealous of that. That sounds so cool. Yeah, it's it's super good, and it's like it's nice because like once a year, so it's like I get to look forward to it, but I'm not like I don't have it too much. Oh yeah, no, it's definitely a, like a treat. That's that's super awesome. And then do do you like help with him uh, preparing it or anything or? Nah unfortunately not he normally just prepares he normally prepares it uh like they get we all go to my um my grandparents house in uh, la and um they they all get there like a day before because they have like it's not like a big house but it has like a lot of guest rooms so they always get there like a day or two before and start like prepping all the food and stuff because uh they like to do like a like a like a japanese style meal um during our 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 party do y'all sit on the floor uh no well it's like it's like a party so it's like i mean there are play we they do have a place where it's like a it's not really like a sitting on the floor it's like a sunken table um and it's like that a lot of like uh like traditional japanese restaurants too it's not really like crisscross on the floor like 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 they used to it's mostly just like a bench that has been sunken into the ground so it's really low oh on, like so, so your head's in the ground I had to which Google is weird this. i've not seen this before yeah it's weird like i i, I don't i don't i don't understand why like <laughs> I, I don't know it's weird like a below but, ground um, pool but inside your living room <laughs> yeah exactly it just sounds like an extra step that you don't <laughs> yeah. that it's unneeded we could set a table on top of the floor, or we could remove the floor, remove the ground, put the table in there. No, you still it. can't walk on top of that. You still can't have the area, but the table is there forever. Uh, That's funny. But yeah, I mean, uh, it's mostly just kind of like walking around, chilling on the couch. Okay. You know, like a party atmosphere. Yeah, it sounds like a fun little little party, dude. I'm I'm jealous. It sounds uh sick eating like super fresh. Uh, food. There's also something like a little animalistic about either being or knowing the person who caught and killed the animal. I don't know. I, I kind of like that. I w- I actually want to do that. Like, I I would I, like I would be down to go hunting for like anything and like fully prepare a meal. Like I think like to me that sounds like cool or like an experience. You know what I mean? Ooh, there's no better way than to ask your. Uh... I'm sorry. You said your uncle. Yeah, my uncle. Yeah, 
I mean, just ask him. Be like, hey, tag me along one time. Yeah, we should. Yeah, I should ask him if we can go deep sea. <laughs> All right. Um. So let's uh let's transition into your future here a little bit. Do you have any major career educational plans that you want to uh, move forward? Like anything on that topic? Um. So I, I'm super big on trying to have multiple sources of income. Um, so uh, whether it's crypto, my business, uh, secondary business, Twitch, um, I, I'm always trying to like improve multiple things and not just a singular thing. So um, I, I want to start doing like youtube and stuff like that specifically for like my twitch and stuff like that i'm saying i'm still and stuff like that a lot um i i want to start youtube so i can get like more discoverability on twitch and start to get a little bit ahead on like content creation start to get more into that scene um also uh next year um when i finished all my waiting lists for my shoes um, like I said before, I, I, I'm doing everything in fate, like my business in phases. So, uh, starting in phase two, I'm going to do, I'm having a website built for me. Um, it's actually by one of our good friends, Kale and his friends, they're making a website for me and hopefully it should be done by then. But, uh, if not, we'll I'll have to work with, uh, not having a website for a little bit, but in phase two, I should have a website, which everyone will be ordering on the website. And if they don't order on the website or if they can't order on the website, I'll just like manually input them through my admin powers. Um, but uh, I plan on having a website, having uh, an area outside where I can have everything out uh, like more consistently and uh so I can work more efficiently on my shoes. So hopefully I can get more like uh, three or four shoes done a week instead of like one or two, which would be nice as a little bump up. Oh, yeah. Get that production going. That's where the money starts to improve. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then. I mean, that's pretty much it. I mean, I don't really have too much going on. Or too many thoughts about the future right this moment. No, I, I like that you're already thinking about multiple sources of income. I mean, I, I don't know statistics on this, but I'm pretty sure there's, if not zero, like close to zero self-made millionaires that have one source of income. Like, that's definitely how people make money. It, oh, yeah, that's like the... bunch of stuff up. Yeah, that's like the one thing almost every millionaire, billionaire, rich-esque person always talks about first it's like yeah i don't i'm not I, i'm not i don't have just one job you know what i mean i might just work with one place but i do i have money in stocks i have money in crypto i have money in real estate i have money in small businesses yeah they like own something that just generates passive income this and that yeah, exactly it's, it's definitely one of the first things to think about is how can i get more uh more avenues of income and whatnot i mean nowadays we're hearing a lot of the Twitch scene starting to expand and buying. Uh, I, I've been actually hearing a lot of uh, like bigger Twitch streamers buying like um, like uh, franchises and stuff like that. Oh, I've not heard about this. Wait, talk about yeah, that. I, I don't. I don't remember who 
it was off the top of, I, I off the top of my head I can't remember what who it was but I do remember someone was uh had bought a like a franchise of like a I don't know it was like a subway or something but uh they were starting to they they thought it was a good idea they pitched it to a couple of uh their other streamer friends obviously and that they got they got it going and apparently it's doing pretty good i mean it's i mean i don't i don't see why it wouldn't be good it's just you have to have the money to get into it you know yeah that's that's the biggest problem with like starting your own business depending on the scope is a lot cheaper than starting a franchise but the benefit of a franchise is you come with an established product that people know what they're getting and are excited is now in their area exactly and plus you already i mean for most places you already have a staff that knows what they're doing too oh yeah you can get transfers in or it's it's easy you don't have to do anything that much i'd imagine as like a franchise mcdonald's owner the only thing you do is go in there and yell at them when profits are down right like wait McDonald's a franchise there can be yeah there's definitely some in my area wait really that's crazy Mm -hmm. i didn't actually know that um so anything more on like your future business plans or anything like that or uh, career paths um no oh actually so uh, if you got if anyone listening doesn't know um and is interested um just let everyone know i i have long hair it's long right ryan can attest to that it i have is. long hair and uh this year I don't know where he's I'm going doing with this. a uh, uh, a stream a sub goal of uh, fifty, and if I do fifty, I'll shave my head and donate it on uh, uh, not on. I won't donate on stream, obviously, but I'll shave it on stream, and then I'm gonna donate it. Uh, but next year, uh, start you guys can start thinking about it. Um, I'm gonna be changing that. I'm gonna be lowering it and changing it, and getting a haircut, anyways. And starting a new goal to where you guys can choose the hair color that you want to dye my hair. Uh, you're you're going full uh full Twitch streamer. <laughs> I'm going full full Twitch streamer. No, that's that's super awesome that you're actually donating your hair. I think most people do that just for like clout, right? Like, haha, look, I shaved my head, but actually donating it has a good use to it. I like that a lot. Oh yeah, and I mean, I have. A bunch of hair. I mean, I I think it's pretty healthy. You know what I mean? People I've talked to said it's pretty healthy and stuff like that. And it's not like it's gonna go anywhere besides the trash. You know. Um, right. And even if I don't shave my head uh, on stream, I'm still gonna donate it either way. Because uh, at least the sides will be long enough. I think it's 12 inches or 10, 12 inches, something like that that you have to be or have to have. Oh, there's like a minimum. Yeah, I think it's like ten to twelve inches, hmm. and I think my the side my sides are twelve inches. So okay, we got we got we got enough. Yeah, actually, that's funny. Now, now I'm thinking like when I finally go with my hair because my hair is pretty long, I could probably donate it. I, I have like everybody comments on my hair like, "Oh, your hair's so thick." I don't know what that means, but cool, I guess. Just hair. Like, uh, the the thickness of the follicles of your hair are thick, because some people have, like, really thin hair that, like, uh... How can they see that? It's hair. Because it, it like, it's more, uh, voluptuous <laughs> when, uh, Good it's word. a... When it's, 
when it's thicker so it doesn't like rest down as much okay unless uh you're looking at a a, a thin-haired person who likes to blow dry their hair every morning then it's uh then you got a lot of volume because the heat uh, dude, dude you know so much about hair we should have just made the interview all about that what the heck uh yeah i'm uh i yeah i care about my hair <laughs> <laughs> dude I, I need to get some tips from you because like I, I only grew it out because covid and i just didn't feel like going to get a haircut after that um well, I mean, it's, it's not... basically why i grew mine out <laughs> yeah so it's just now i uh just... like I, you know i wash it i don't wash it every day because something about the oils and it doesn't feel oily and... so i'm like you know maybe i shouldn't but uh yeah no I, I definitely probably don't take care of it as well as you do i didn't know any of this shit it's funny well i mean for a guy it's not really that hard because i mean we're not i mean i mean obviously there are guys that do but for the most part i don't think you and i are getting up every morning and then like we take a shower and then blow dry our hair and like we put like the products in it and then we like have to wash the products out because like a lot of like the damage comes from like blow drying your hair a lot of heat it's where like girls that's that's where like you hear like women talk about um like their split ends it's oh. mostly where the split ends come from is like heat and stuff like that <clears throat> so i try not to blow dry my hair a lot the only dude the only thing that with my hair is that it's almost always fucking tangled dude yeah i have to brush it every morning i do brush my hair <laughs> dude, I, I don't i don't yeah. brush my hair like ever oh you should brush it it's it's actually and, good for um, it my stepmom always gets mad at me because I go over to dinner once a week over there. And I don't know why, but she like wants me to look my best when I go over there or something. So like, I have like a knot in my hair and she's like, you look like a hobo. I'm like, okay. <laughs> That's a little bit like harsh. Right? <laughs> it's like, Oh, well, I mean, yeah, it's like, I don't, I don't need that. I just don't listen to her anymore. <laughs> look like a, you got one knot in your hair. Okay. Yeah, exactly, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's... That's interesting. Stepmother's <laughs> alright? I don't know, I don't have one. I have a stepdad, and he's super awesome, so... Always the stepdads that are super cool, bro. It's either... It's 50-50 on stepdads. You either get one that's, like, second dad, or you get one that, like, beats the shit out of you your whole childhood and ruins everything. Yeah, that is true. Okay, sorry. That, that, was, a little, that was a little harsh. <laughs> In movies, we're talking the movies, yeah, movies. movie scenes, and movies. stuff like that. So anyway, um, <laughs> we kind of already t have your party talents down here a little bit. Your beatboxing, your Ruby Skip and stuff. We talked about that a little bit. Did you have anything you wanted to add on there? Um, it feels like we kind of mm -hmm. covered it. Uh, no, not really. I mean, if you guys are interested in either like hearing me beatbox or so seeing me solve a Rubik's Cube, uh, you guys can always, it's always, uh, I, you can use channel points on my stream, um, especially with the Rubik's Cube one. Uh, a lot of people like to do it because I have to solve the Rubik's Cube and stop doing whatever I'm doing. So a lot of people like to, um, especially last month and during the horror games, uh, they like to <laughs> make me solve the Rubik's Cube in the middle of something like super intense. So it'd be like being like a, in like a chase or something. And then all of a sudden I look at my 
OBS and it says, oh, you got to do a Rubik's Cube solve. And then just sitting there screaming my head off. <laughs> <laughs> I did that to you in the middle of Tarkov, I think, one time, right? Was it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, there was people shooting all right. Like, there was nothing going on. And then right as, I soon, as soon as I pick up the Rubik's Cube, there's, like, three or four different shots around me. I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. <laughs> he commits to it, too. He doesn't uh, he doesn't fall out. Also, yeah, his uh, his beatboxing is incredible. Did you want to do a short sample, or are you going to save it for, for stream? Yeah, we can. We can. I mean, whatever you want to do. Mm. <laughs> Wait, I, I don't know if it came through Discord properly. Oh, really? <laughs> you're, gonna oh, maybe I that, you're gonna hear that back, and it's just it's just like the the baseline of it. Oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> Should I do it again? Oh no, no, we'll just move forward. <laughs> 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 like, you're just gonna hear it later. <laughs> Be like, oh god. Uh, like it, it clearly shows that you have the ability to make hey, it's, good noises. Uh, it's, just, it's a sneak peek. It's a sneak uh, yeah. peek. If you guys want to hear the actual, the non-edited version <laughs> where we edit out some of the sounds, go check out my Twitch. You, you know what it is? The, the Discord noise suppression, I bet. Yeah, I know it. it is. Holy shit. That's, it's I'm... actually really, it's surprisingly really good. Yeah, if, if you guys use Discord, like if you're listening to this and, and you, uh, you don't know about Discord noise suppression, that shit, it just like pulls out. Like you can snap your fingers and stuff and it'll hear a little bit you know like it came through here because i'm not on discord but um i'm just on obs for this audio but like it'll cut all that out in the background it's crazy i don't know how it does even it. like bags of chips sometimes i'll open a bag of chips and yeah. like the green circle won't even flicker it's it's wild it just knows that it isn't human speech yeah it's it's insane it's, it's crazy it's crazy technology crazy sound technology um, so just last month you did a whole scary games month. That must've been quite fun. How'd that go? Yeah, I, I love, um, uh, October. October is one of my favorite months just because I, I love horror things, everything horror. Um, I love jump scares. I love creepy environments and horror games, horror movies. I mean, horror movies are these days pretty, uh, predictable and cheesy. Don't but get me started they're... with you. I'll <laughs> argue this till the day I die, but go ahead. But uh, there are a few good ones that I, I enjoyed, at least to watch. Uh, they were um, enjoy like uh, entertaining. Uh, but yeah, I played uh, Resident Evil 8, or sorry, Resident Evil Village, um, as what it's actually called. Um, that was a good game. Uh, it wasn't, I mean, it was scary. Um, it was intense, but it wasn't like as scary and intense as I. Re I mean, I might just be saying this because I was younger, but it, I don't remember, or I wasn't as scared as I remember being as scared and like creeped out and um, in Resident Evil three and two. Um, but I mean, that just might be because of the age difference too. Uh, it was enjoyable. The only the only thing that I the only problem I had with Resident Evil 8 is that it's a little short for my liking. Um, you kind of get through up to like the first boss, and then it's like, 
oh yeah, here are the, like the last three. They're all coming at you like consecutively. There's nothing much in between. Um, but they did bring back the puzzles, and that those were those were really hard. Hmm. Yeah, because seven was not really puzzle heavy, right? Uh, I haven't played much of seven. I watched a little bit of seven, okay. and I do. I don't remember too many, like, um, like, 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 like non. Like non-parkour puzzles, you know what I mean? Not that those parkour in Resident Evil, but like a lot of them were just kind of like move this and get through here, or like just like yeah. puzzle to find the find the way, not like puzzle to unlock something or puzzle to light a light a torch. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and then what? I, oh, I played Visage after that. That that is by far one of my favorite horror games. Um, it, it was really, yeah, um, Visage, it, V-I-S-A-G-E. Yeah, I've not um, heard of this very, game. It's very amnesia-like, where Ooh. it's like, um, you don't have many tools to combat the, 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 the monster, and there's, it's very tight corridors, not really many places to run and hide, you have to kind of be creative of where to hide, and it, it, it was really good, and it's a lot longer than I expected. It was only, I think it was only like a thirty-dollar game, and I expected only to spend, like, I mean, those horror games you only spend probably a couple, like, five, four hours max on the story sometimes. But this one, I, I'm pretty sure we, I streamed it for at least nine to ten hours. Yeah, I'm looking at reviews. I'm sorry, go ahead. It was really, really good. It was really. The the jump scares were not like I didn't feel like they were cheesy. They obviously didn't have any like cheesy JPEG job ups or anything like that. They were all like really they were all really well timed and the atmosphere was really like eerie in, in all like they have different chapters. That's how they break it up. They're basically just like different levels and different ghosts and stuff like that. And uh it it was all of them were all just really well made and just super like just like the, the level designs and stuff like that were insane too. Hmm. Super um what's the what's the word? Immersive. Yeah, I've not even heard of this one, but it's it's thirty five bucks on Steam, which isn't too bad. It does um, go on sale. I've seen it I bought it on sale for I I bought it for thirty, so it was on sale. Oh yeah, and Black Flag Friday is coming up. Actually the, the oh. day this episode comes out will be Black Friday. Oh, so yeah, it, it's, be... it's it's Black Friday right now. Everyone pretend. <laughs> um, hey, Black Friday! Everyone go crazy at the the supermarkets. Uh, unless you're anti-work, then uh, avoid shopping altogether because there's a big movement for that. <laughs> it's a whole thing. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it's a, but uh, no, I actually I just skimmed a couple reviews. Uh, one dude played the game for two hours, gave it a positive review, and said this game gave me a panic attack. So that's <laughs> <laughs> which. Is, it's got to be true. You only played it for two hours. That's yeah. Funny. Okay. I don't want to spoil it too bad, but there is one chapter in the thing, which was probably the scariest. Um, it's really dark. You don't have a light, and the only light you have is the flash on your camera. Oh, that's so sick. I love I love Dude, when games it, play with your <laughs> perspective of shit or, like, perception of it. It right? was insane yeah it, i love that so much that's super cool i think there was like this old there's like this old game like indie game horror game that used that like uh 
you had to like um use a, a camera flash and it like unlocked specific like or like it like made specific things show up on like walls and stuff like that, that like notes and like clues. Familiar was oh god, I feel like I know what game you're talking about. It was about. popular, like a lot of like the popular people played it. Oh no, it's like, it's Mark it's gonna bug me forever. I know what you're talking about too. It was like it was like I want I want to say Silent Hill, but it's obviously not Silent. It's not, it's not Silent Hill, but it was around that era, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. Horror <laughs> game with camera and I know there was ghosts, right? It was like Fatal yeah. Frame. Fatal Frame. That's what yes, I'm thinking of. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Okay. There Who we go. that one? <laughs> Google is so powerful. It's OP, dude. Oh shoot! I got. <laughs> dude, you can't go wrong with Google. It's like it knows the one too much. Stop <laughs> the one-stop shop. It does. <laughs> yeah, it's the one-stop shop. No, that's, that's definitely true. Um, oh, also, no, actually, the one I'm thinking of is called Cry of Fear. Oh, uh, yeah, I've heard of that as well, actually. Um, I, I have heard I've of Fatal Frame. It, that's the... I think Fatal Frame is the Japanese one. That one, actually, I that one has, like, really good graphics and it looks actually really good. They just, I think they just came out with a new one. Um, or they're coming out with it recently. Um, Cry of Fear has a 5 out of 5 from Facebook. Facebook is not an accredited authority on how the quality of games are. Get out of here. It's a, it's a weird place <laughs> to get my scores for <laughs> games. Facebook. Um, yeah, so you I mean, it Mark sounds Zuckerberg like you're... you're... I'm sorry? I said you knew Mark Zuckerberg would be playing that game. <laughs> I just saw the clip like today i know this is old but where he called himself he said i used to be human i mean i am human have you seen that yes this is so good <laughs> he knows as soon as he uh -huh. said that like oh great this is just gonna take this off is... he either said it on purpose and was like i'm just stirring the pot or he accidentally said it it's like oh crap i just stirred the pot <laughs> either way <laughs> pot has been stirred it's pretty good um <laughs> Yeah, so it sounds like your your Halloween month went went pretty good. Um, yeah, I, I was there for and a little like, bit of Resident Evil Village, but unfortunately, not able to make it every time to, to everybody's streams. And the vods don't seem to be there. I just checked. Rip. It's all good, man. I mean, you know a lot of streamers too, man. You can't be at everyone's stream. It's just, there's so much to do. <laughs> um, yeah, awesome. So, what moving forward are your Twitch goals? Just in general. Um, so yeah, we talked about um like literal goals, like sub goals. Um but uh this next year I want to start doing more like scheduled events stuff like that, so like um like planning things like uh community days. Like I know um uh you had Smash here uh on the first week and I know he does lots of uh community driven games and that obviously with for good reason uh builds community and um i i want to start doing that i'm, I'm going to start doing youtube uh, we'll start building uh, a community on there as well start more discoverability um right now i'm doing uh it's weird for me to say this me and ryan were talking about this earlier uh we're doing retro games <laughs> kind of weird for me to say they're called retro games because it's just Crash Bandicoot and Spyro and Sly Cooper 
Um, but I guess, yes, one I guess two we're getting now. old. I guess we're getting old, and yeah, but we're playing retro games uh, for the next couple of months. And uh, I'm also doing, uh, I know Halo Infinite just came out. I'm also doing Halo Infinite on the side, and I've been having so much fun in Halo Infinite. It's insane. I haven't had that much fun in an arcade shooter in a long time. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, but yeah, I want to, like I said, I want to start doing uh, scheduled events. So uh, I want to start doing more uh, collabs with other streamers, like streamer days. I want to do community stuff. Um, I might do React content just because people like it. But we'll see. I don't know if I really want to start doing React content yet. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it. That, that's pretty awesome you got a lot of stuff looking forward to also react content I, I, i'll tell you it's a little more fun than you think it is to do i've done a little bit of it really i always feel like because like sometimes like especially like before stream because sometimes like i don't want to like immediately like get into stream you know what i mean and like maybe i want to like react to some videos in the morning but like like not in the morning but uh, at the start of stream but i don't know it feels so weird to me just like somewhat i don't know no, it's because like, it, I, like, it's like I would I I enjoy React content, which is the weird thing. But it it feels weird for me to be like, hey, I'm reacting to this. Do you want to watch me? <laughs> see, so you got you got to put your own little twist on it. Like um, recently, uh, a streamer I watched called Northern Lion. He he started doing. Um, oh my god, that's crazy that you say that too. What. No, I I actually just found Northern Lion probably about a week and a half to two weeks ago. Dude. I watched his uh the what is that pets battling game? Oh, it's Super Auto Pets. Yeah, he actually yeah, made Auto that Pets. game on Twitch. That's uh. Oh really? Yeah, he was the first big streamer to pick it up, and then it kind of like piggybacked That's off crazy. of him. No, it, real quick, just so oh, yeah, out. go on. Go Northern, on sorry. Northern Lion is the reason I wanted to do streaming in the first place. I've been watching him since like 2010, but uh. Oh yeah, yeah. He he put a little twist on his react shit where he goes to "Am I the asshole?" on Reddit and he calls it React Court, and then he judges people hard as shit. <laughs> it's so good. They're like, see, you got to give a little personal little spin on it, right? Like if he had just called right, it yeah, normal yeah, shit, yeah. might not have picked up. I mean, it would have because he's already popular. But you know, it's a little more interesting. I get that, dude. I'm, I always like, dude. I, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but I'm pretty sure uh, Ludwig had this video up about like what like what he did to like get big as a streamer oh i haven't like, seen so that. fast that could be interesting and he talks about his uh his tried and true strategy he talks about it all the time uh his tried and true strategy of the yoink where it's basically you just literally someone does an idea it's a successful idea you take the idea and you twist the idea so it's a little bit different and make it your own idea you know, it and sounds it's like, shitty, but he's right, right? And it's it, yeah, exactly. And I always, I, I, I always try to like find content to where I can put it, like, to where I can put a twist on it to make it my own. And it's, dude, it, it, like, it sounds shitty, but it's the only way smaller streamers could even like get their foot in the door, right? Because I mean, discoverability is pretty, pretty bad, uh, specifically on Twitch. And if you're in, like, 
if one if one or two streamers are doing something and it's like a brand new thing and and there's only like one or two big streamers on it and then all of a sudden you pop in on it and you're like you're actually try on your stream you actually try to produce good content uh and people like you're enjoyable to watch people will start to like overflow into like other channels you know and kind of like spread out once they start getting bored or like want to check it's like because like i know sometimes like with the smaller um categories sometimes i'm like you know i don't really want to watch this guy with twenty thousand viewers mm-hmm. i kind of just want to scroll down at least a little bit and see what like other creators are doing um how quick did ludwig take off though like i actually don't know his history it was pretty quick um I think he start. I mean, we all. There's always those, the stories where like they start doing it and then they they have to restart. You know what I mean? Um, I think Ludwig had a, a YouTube before and he worked on that one for a while, but then he wasn't like super into it, and or his Twitch. And then he took a break and then he got back into it. And I think it took him like a year, year and a half to get into where he's is right now. Maybe maybe two. Hmm. Which is really fast. Yes, yeah, extremely fast. He's huge. So, yeah, I mean, the yoink apparently works. I, I haven't heard of this strategy. I mean, it's it's pretty obvious business thing, right? Like, we're both on PCs. That was pretty clearly yoinked. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, oh, yeah, and I, I also want to... strategy. I want to try to, um, like... Uh, um, what's the word? Uh, like... Uh, oh, God. Uh, I want to try to like do things with other streamers, like a uh, network. I want to start like networking too. Like I, I mean, obviously I do a little bit of networking now with like you and Kale, and I have some other friends that like we do little bits of networking and like kind of like planning stuff here and there. But I want to, I want to start like getting more into it, starting to get like, um, like I don't know, like starting to have like specific days and events where like it's scheduled. We have that day, and like we're both like excited and like putting out to our viewers that we're doing this on this day it's going to be a blast you should come check it out you know what i mean yeah no that's definitely a good idea like a recurring thing people can look forward to it they're like oh shoot it's tuesday we get to go home and watch this show yeah. that yada and blank person is putting on yeah exactly something memorable yeah, there's it's one of those things. You you can have infinite amounts of advice from infinite successful people, but one thing I've heard a lot from uh, different creators is having a consistent schedule. Whether it be YouTube release times always the same, whether it be the time you hit go live on Twitch is always the same. Something that people can rely on to not forget about you, and that's the problem with with you know the internet is once something's gone for a day or two, people don't remember it anymore because five hundred other things have taken its place. Dude definitely definitely yeah i mean i try to stay consistent i mean i might not start at 7 p.m every tuesday and thursday and i might not stream every saturday but i do stream every single tuesday and thursday unless i say like i'm on vacation or something you know uh but i do stream every tuesday and i i do stream pretty regularly on saturday and it, it has paid off you know what i mean especially yeah. especially during the rim world days dude holy Staying consistent and playing RimWorld and like the niche games and stuff like that, those 
that really pays off. Isn't that where I met you from? Was RimWorld? Yeah, you hosted me on RimWorld. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Way yeah. back when, like a year and a half ago. Something like it was a while back. Back when I uh, was trying still. <laughs> oh, no. it's sad, right? But, um, yeah. So, dude, definitely good insights into a little bit of Twitch knowledge here. Um, I don't know what this next question is because I only wrote upcoming Twitch event. Do you know what this is talking about? Twitch event. You said you had something coming up, and then I just wrote that, not thinking that I would forget what it meant. I think we talked about it already. I think it was just upcoming stuff for the stream and stuff like that. Like okay. That I, think just, I think we covered it in goals. That makes sense. Okay, yeah, because I feel like I could have wrote better notes there. Like, I'm not perfect. Uh, I talk a lot, so. <laughs> no, I mean, that's exactly the point of this, right? You're you're still an hour <laughs> yeah. behind Wildebeest. I don't know if anyone's okay. gonna gonna break his record because we're into the last two questions right now. Unless you got something else before we go into the the final two. Anything you uh, wanted to talk yeah. about? Any topics or any, anything you wanted to get out there to your community? No, not really. I mean, yeah, not really. I think we've covered most of things. I mean, everything really. Okay, uh, so we have the two final questions that are just kind of broad questions uh the latter of which is my favorite question which just to point out if you haven't heard the spiel is the like the catalyst of what eventually became the podcast idea like i thought of this question and thought about just asking everyone and just over time realized like yo i could just interview people about twitch and then it became more personal but um so anyway, the first question, and then we'll get into the, the favorite one here, is just as a small streamer, what would you say is the biggest hurdle that you personally have overcome, either daily or maybe like a one-time event? So I think um, there's a couple, um, definitely. But I think one of the biggest ones is um, just trying to be encouraged when you feel like no one's watching um i mean there are a lot of times where uh like i'm playing a game maybe people aren't into the game or maybe a lot of my um like uh consistent viewers or normals or not normals regulars um are busy or something like like something that every like everyone has every once in a while you know what i mean uh, and they can't make it. I'm sitting at like one, two viewers. And it's, sometimes it just feels super discouraging. Just like being like, dude, I've just been, I've been stuck at, I, I can like, I'm consistently only hitting eight to 13 viewers. Like, when is this gonna, gonna, when am I gonna get more? When am I gonna get, when am I, when am I gonna get it noticed? Um, and it's, it's sometimes really hard to just like get past that and be in like the mindset to where it's like, I, I'm doing this because I'm doing this because I want to do this and whether or not people like me, people are going to like me because I'm acting like myself, not because I'm like acting on, or something. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, that's just for me too. Cause like my, my character quote unquote is just, uh, uh, overexpressed version of myself and um uh, it's just sometimes really hard especially that also plays in the the with the consistency thing it's uh when you're when you have a bad stream or uh i mean 
streams aren't really bad. I mean, I haven't really had a bad stream because I would only classify like a bad stream to where like people are are just being like jerks or like like just being weird champs and stuff like that. But I, I haven't had anything like scarring to me happen on Twitch like that. It's just like when the streams aren't really like when you're expecting something, like you're expecting like last stream you had like that 14 viewers and like max 20 and like you were feeling good and you're like pumped up for the stream and then like you start streaming and like two hours in you look at like uh like the viewer count like once because i only i don't like to look at it all the time i only look at it like once in a while just because i don't it, like i think about it too much sometimes um uh sometimes when i look at it it's like oh i'm sitting at two viewers and it's like damn man like i've been <laughs> i've been like busting my ass playing i mean obviously i'm just playing video game but it's not like i mean i could just be sitting here playing this video game for myself and like just like doing whatever but like i i want to like entertain and like have someone like ha have someone forget about like the problems going around in like the world you know that's like the whole point of my stream and it's sometimes just really discouraging and you feel like you don't want to there's no point in pushing on any further uh but you just gotta keep your head high um i, I always try to i always try to keep my head high there's always a light at the end of the tunnel whether it's a five mile tunnel or four step tunnel you know that's a, that's a really good answer it's it's sad how many people and i i've said this before a couple of times it's sad how many people are probably some of the most entertaining people you could see on twitch but no one watches them you know like oh, just yeah. because someone has no viewers or one viewer doesn't mean they're not a good streamer it's just a saturated market right now it's not saturated impossible twitch's but... discoverability is like really oh, so really weighted Oh, for sure. Yeah, it, it Twitch is designed to not make you go to the small guys. They want you to go to the big dudes. You see the subs pop up on the stream, screen, and you're like, oh, I want to see my name. Here's five bucks, you know? Yep. Mm, yep, that's their money makers. Um, I'm, that would be nice. <laughs> no, it's, it's, that's a really good answer. Um, little feels bad, but definitely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it's definitely a good answer. feels bad. It's true, though. It's definitely something that I know most if not all streamers are like thinking about stuff like that and th like i know sometimes like i feel like i'm alone in this sometimes because like i'll pop in and like something else stream and not like I i'm not saying this as like uh like uh like bad on them you know what i mean it's just like oh like they're doing better than me today like i wonder like like what are they doing like what do they do better than i did and it's just like you got you can't stay in that mindset because there's a lot of things that can happen with the viewers. You know what I mean? There's a lot of things that they have to do, and something that as a streamer you have to understand, especially as a small streamer, you have to understand that the viewers have like they they have their own things to do. They have their own time. Like if they don't want if they don't if they can't watch you, they can't watch you. They're not gonna put time away to specifically sit down and watch your stream because like. You ask him to, you know? Right, and it's funny, because actually I haven't been watching a lot of Twitch recently, personally, just to some real-life stuff. Um, 
and, I, and I've apologized to like several of my friends, like, sorry, I haven't been in your stream. And I wholeheartedly believe them when they're like, it's fine. You got stuff to do. But the, the problem with that as a small streamer is when you only have four five, six regulars and they all got stuff to do. What well, you're just alone now for the night, you know, and that's it. It really sucks for those people during that time. Oh, yeah. And it's it's all of us at some point or another. No, uh, definitely. Whether still We've now or, or in the past, but um, definitely. Yeah. So, final question here, which is again the favorite question: What is one piece of advice you'd give a streamer who can never break the zero to <laughs> two viewer curse? <laughs> I mean, we pretty okay. much kind of, um, kind of touched on it, but if you got something a little more insightful or, or so, thought out, um, one, if you guys, if anyone is starting to stream and they're comfortable with like their family watching them, I know I'm not, but uh, <laughs> if <laughs> if you are, then I would say, dude, just have your your mom, your dad, your grandma, your aunt, your cousins. If they got a computer that they don't use or they're using it on the side, or if they got an iPad that doesn't do anything, that just sits down somewhere, tell them, pull up the stream. Whenever you start streaming, just tell them to pull it up and just leave it. Because, like, it's not a bad... It's people... A lot of people say that, uh, like, obviously, botting is a bad thing. View botting and, um, and, like, having like fake people in your channel is not a good thing and it doesn't do anything for your channel. But I wholeheartedly believe that um, if you are at, if you're sitting at zero viewers, you're not, you're going to have a bad time. It's going to be, you're not pretty much not going to have anyone new pop into your channel unless you post something on like your personal Instagram or like your Snapchat or something where people can actually see like directly where you're streaming. They don't have to like scroll for three hours to like find you. So I would tell, I always tell people to have like people just watch their stream, even though, the, even though they're not watching it. Um, and one trick that I always do, I still do it. Um, some people don't like me doing this, but I have a secondary account. Most people know, mo most of my streamers friends know this because I pop in, on both accounts occasionally. Um, I have one on my phone, one on my computer. Obviously, I stream from the one on my computer, but right when I stream, I always pull up the stream on my phone um, and have it playing in front of me. One, so I can see if the stream is running okay. And two, it's one viewer. Being at one viewer is 100 times better than being at zero viewers because it puts you above like 100 people. No, this so is that's actually like so smart. My, that's like my, my one tip I would say to anyone streaming. And I mean, especially like with me, I have like friends that uh, like I'm pretty much like if anyone watches my stream, you guys know that I'm pretty much always in Discord talking to some homies or they're like I'm either in a Discord or like in muted or something or we're playing games with friends. and. If you do that, you should have you should ask your friends to just pull up the stream if they have a second monitor. Because I mean, it's a little bit more difficult now because Twitch is making it weird. With you have to have it open and you have to have it at volume. And if it's not 
if the window's not open, that they don't count as a viewer. It's weird. But if they have a second monitor and if they can just pull it up and it's like it doesn't doesn't do that much to their computer, you know what I mean? Right. And I, I know some people think that it's like a shady thing, but it's it's one, is not against TOS, right? It's it's super not uh, and and two if you want to win the game, you have to play the game, right? You, you're not going to get picked up at zero viewers. So if you can skip, exactly. if you can skip from zero to three with your phone, your computer, and your friend who's watching, that is so significant on the analytics of where you're going to be seen at. And three goes to one weirdo who scrolled down to three and clicked on you, and then that goes to four. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. know? And it's exactly. a slightly less of a weirdo who scrolls down it's that far every time until you, you're up in the double digits. You know, it really isn't that bad once you're there dude yeah anywhere below 50 is like an exponential climb in how many people you pass you surpass oh yeah one viewer it's crazy and then you know having like a snappy title or something people click on i mean i've definitely clicked on on people because of the title and whatnot dude i i love my my favorite person that makes titles is freaking xqc because they're just so like random like ridiculous long i don't know they're just like it's like a shit post it's so funny to me it's like rank one goblin goes crazy goes to jail gone horror or i don't know some like weird and it's we, like dude i i click on the video for that and see what he's doing he's definitely playing into his audience but i mean it clearly works he's is, is he still the biggest on twitch uh i don't i don't know dude he was for a he while. might be i mean his g i mean he he was freaking pulling in numbers with freaking gta rp oh yeah gta rp popped off so hard even i got sucked into it that was weird i wanted to do gta rp but like i would only want to do it if i had like like the streamer friends you know what i mean that would like go around and like do bank robberies and like in the game gta i want to clarify um and like you know just doing just do gang shit you know and like i was i was thinking like um for my rp character i would do uh like uh like a a reference from baby driver and like all like pretty much only stay in the car getaway driver and hook up my wheel uh (laughs) to my computer and use the wheel to getaway drive (laughs) dude that's actually so sick People see people would watch it because that's a gimmick. You're just just the getaway driver plus you have Dude, like a wheel. Yes. It, but like I I don't have like it's really hard to like get in to like the um the not oh, like no pixel or something. The rob- yeah, well it's not not hard. I mean it it's hard to get into no pixel the real one, but it's even harder to get into like the group of people who are like actually good at like robbing shit and like. Like, cause like, it's hard. Like you have to like hack the vaults and stuff like that. And like, it's like a, a, like a timed puzzle where you have to like remember numbers and there's shapes behind the numbers and colors. You have to remember what shape and color and stuff like that. It's crazy. And it's a lot of money. So it's a lot of grinding. Hmm. Yeah, actually, I didn't know any of that, to be honest with you. I've been super into watching the no pixel highlights recently. So (laughs) Ain't nothing wrong with that. I mean, some GTA roleplay stuff is pretty fun. Um, but yeah, no, definitely a good piece of advice. Just 
get yourself out of the zero viewer curse manually <laughs> like it's a pretty yeah. good way to put uh, most answers and honestly <laughs> what i expect out of most people is you know more of an emotional thing like you know keep your head in the game remind yourself what you're doing which is great advice like there's it's definitely there but you can kind of cheat your way out of the system but it's still you just in gotta the have the mechanical bag, bro. yeah it's still in tos like you're not yeah, actually it's doing not like wrong. you're it's not like you're doing like um i'm not gonna i won't i won't say specific channels but i mean there are some channels out there that are li- like it's literally just the definition of viewbotting, and they're just putting their Twitch channel on like I don't I, you probably heard of it. They're putting the Twitch channel on wikis and stuff like that. Oh, so like whenever someone's on like I, have heard I think of it that, was yeah. I think it was like Skyrim wikis and New World wikis and stuff like that. They would always have at, at, at all these wikis. They would have the one channel streaming at the top left at like a really small window so whenever someone has any any page on their website loaded they would always be watching that one channel and they would be sitting like i for new world i think they were top and no one knew who the hell they were <laughs> that I've, I've heard of that but i didn't know it actually worked <laughs> it's the thing yeah and that like that is that's actually just v-botting <laughs> you're just like redirecting people to like crazy. your channel I didn't know that's did, did they get caught like um I don't I'm not sure I know that the, there was like huge drama with like I know there were a lot of Twitch streamers talking about it like uh, XQC, Hassan and stuff like that they were talking about how like this is like not this shouldn't be allowed this is just like well, ridiculous yeah. <laughs> this is just literally the definition of viewbotting but um I don't know if Twitch actually did anything or took any action against them or anything hmm that's um that's an interesting strategy. Yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> I, I had heard of that, but like I said, I didn't know it panned out for him, I guess. I would have thought it was one of those things where it's like, haha, funny idea, but then it just fails on impact. But, yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, you would have thought, but I mean, I guess with the with New World launch, uh, making your own wiki for New World, I, I'm sure that gets a lot of traffic. Oh yeah, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, a game that's new, that's popular, not wouldn't have a community wiki. So yeah. <laughs> all right. So um, yeah. I mean, that's pretty much all we we got for you for questions. Anything else you wanted to just tack onto the end here? We'll, we'll do some shout outs and and some of your links here in a second. But any other topics you wanted to just crunch on real quick? Um, no, nothing in particular. I think I've run my mouth about everything. <laughs> Hey, I appreciate you running your mouth for an hour and a half. It's it's been it's been a lot of fun. I appreciate you coming on here. Um, I appreciate you having me on here. It's uh, it's an honor. Oh no, it's it's just an honor knowing you, buddy. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. I'm glad I'm glad you rated me that one day in RimWorld, man. <laughs> Real quick, I want to tell this this story on the podcast about when I rated him because it was so funny Dude. from my perspective. I just went and like picked a random person on RimWorld. It happened to be Yada here, and when when I clicked on him. And I watched him for a second beforehand. Dude was like leaned back in his chair, just chilling, not really saying much. And as soon as the raid came in, he like oh, it, it's yeah. like it's like the teacher walked into class. He like sat up and, and got forward and started talking. And I was like, bro, just like came to attention. Like, <laughs> like you activated when the raid came through. Was See, that so was one funny. of those times where I was like kind of feeling down in the dumps, you know what I mean? And then I got raided. And I was like, oh, oh shit, I gotta, I gotta. 
I gotta present myself. I gotta look presentable. <laughs> Dude, it's just so funny that I saw the moment when you thought that, though. So good. <laughs> oh, God. That's so funny. I loved that shit, dude. I, I, I never forgot, forgot about it. that. I never forgot, dude. It was oh my so God. funny to me. But, um, anyway, any quick shout outs to anyone in your community or any friends you wanted to do? <clears throat> yeah, uh, so some of my friends that I play with, uh, on like streamers regularly, or not regularly, because I planning on doing it more regularly but some my good streamer friends are um this guy right here casual ryan uh, you should check him out if you ever start streaming again one day uh, real kale um also one of my good friends on twitch and one of my other friends is eth9 it's eth9n check him out um and then you guys all know me hopefully if not my name is it's yada time i'll spell it again just because i messed it up last time it's i t z y a t a t m e and that's uh on instagram twitter i'm not that active on twitter but i'm trying to be um and twitch uh, and yeah if you guys want to check me out i stream every tuesday and thursday at 7 p.m pacific standard time uh 7 p.m that is and on saturdays it's always like to be determined but i mostly start around uh like four or five i mean those ones normally go pretty late dude awesome um yeah definitely go check him out it's it, it, just like anyone i know criminally underviewed incredibly entertaining guy you're, you're gonna have a good oh, time you go in there that. no I, I i sincerely mean that though but hey thanks for joining me here today that'll be it for uh behind the streamer hey if you're watching and you yourself are a streamer or you have a friend or somebody you watch who's a streamer reach out to me on uh ryan at behind the streamer.com and we can see if we can set up an interview. If, if you're nervous about asking your friend or, or whoever you watch, I'm happy to make the first step and, and reach out to somebody. Can't guarantee they'll say yes, but I'll, I'm happy to try. Um, go ahead and follow the podcast. We come out with a new episode every two weeks. Like I said, today is Black Friday um, in your time, not in ours, but that's how it is. So another one coming out in a couple of weeks. You're not going to want to miss it. Anyway, thanks. Uh, thanks so much, guys. We'll see you later.